The Jay Garvin Show, Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Mondays and Tuesdays at 7 p.m., here on KRDO News Radio, 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. Now, here's your host, Jay Garvin. This segment is brought to you by Empire Title, Bill McAfee, your best of the best Colorado Springs gold winner. Jay Garvin's here, host of the Jay Garvin Show. Just got done doing some ad copy, and I almost talked to you guys like you were an advertisement. You're not. You're my listeners. I appreciate you tuning in. If you're hearing my voice for the very first time, my name is Jay, and I'm your friend. You've tuned into the Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, where you and I talk for one hour about the real estate market, the mortgages that are attached to those homes, primarily residential, don't do too much commercial on building and apartment complexes. Most of the conversation here is just about your home, your neighborhood, your zip code, right here in the Pice Peak region. I'm not piped in from Denver or Delaware. Matt and I are right down on 8th Street, the Cardio Studios, as I am every Saturday. If you're listening, thank you. What another beautiful weekend we have. I have been enjoying some of the cooler weather, and I hope you are as well. Starting to talk about the little goblins and what my kids are going to get dressed up for Halloween. I hope that you're getting set for a great fall festival. I've got a lot of things to announce during the radio show. Most importantly, of course, the title of today's topic. But before that, I want to just reiterate that I not only host this show, I'm also the founder of Garvin's Group of Churchill Mortgage. I have been in the mortgage industry as a licensed loan officer since 2009 when they initiated that licensing process, but been originating loans since 1998, 20 years. I've been through the process more than 16,000 times. I've got more than uh, 4,500 clients and families and lives that I've been involved with a mortgage more than uh, 1,500 times myself, meaning I was the guy in the room actually doing the application. Started out originally right after I came out of the military at Fort Carson where I was a a pilot, a medevac pilot with the uh, 3rd ACR, which is an armored cavalry regiment with the rest of the aircraft in the 4th Squadron. I also was attached to hospitals and different combat support units as a uh, Black Hawk evacuation pilot. I used to uh, fly an aircraft. Now I tell people I fly a desk. Once or twice a week I fly a microphone. So if you're listening on the replay Monday or Tuesday evenings, I appreciate you plugging in. I would also ask that if you have any questions at all about my topic today or any mortgage, please call me directly at the number I provided, 3 Three zero one four five seven. It's a local number. I'll take the call. You can talk to me if you call into my office at 633-8483. You'll most likely talk to one of my team members. I want to be very straightforward and ask you to advocate Churchill and me personally 
for your next purchase or refinance transaction. I do my best to bring value to you in content. I think we're really going to get deep into some valuable things today that add value to you. All I ask is if you need help with a mortgage or, just as importantly, there's a lot of individuals like Carol and Peter and Gus and Brent. You all reached out to me this last week giving me feedback on the importance and the gain that you get every Saturday morning from listening to my show. But if you do know friends, family, adult children, co-workers, neighbors that have or need a real estate or mortgage question, please just send them to me. You can go to churchillcolorado.com or, like I said, reach out directly at my cell number 3301457. We have a very, very big event happening this next coming Friday on October 12th. At the Pioneer Museum downtown, I'm co-sponsoring an event called Change for Heroes with Justin Hermes, who is a regular partner on this show, top produced real estate agent, but more importantly that, a good godly man with a great heart is doing Change for Heroes, raised $10,000, and we're asking people to come by, get some food, entertainment, tour the museum, ice cream for the kids, we're going to have mascots there, we're going to have activities, we're going to have fire trucks, first responders, Come and have a great time. That's Friday, the 12th of October, 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. Everything is complimentary. Just come with fun in mind and an appetite. Now, with no further ado, I want the drum roll, Matt. Today's show is titled, The Rhythm and Cycle of Home Sales. So the rhythm and cycle, baby. Call it the rhythm and cycle of home sales. However you want to put it, that's the conversation for today. And the entire premise of the muse for this show is the fact that we've had what I call the chicken little syndrome lately throughout August and all the way through September, shown today by the Gazette article that I have in front of me on the 3rd of October, this last Wednesday. Everybody, more homes for sale as market stabilizes. We think the market is turning. It's slowing down. The sky is falling. The sky is falling. The sky is falling. And I thought, wait a minute. I just want to have a candid conversation with you about the cyclical nature of home buying and home selling and the entire process on an annual seasonal basis and differentiate that from changes that we have periodically during economic changes, which happen small upticks, small downticks, recessions, as opposed to the Great Depression, the Great Recession, and monumental shifts. So we're going to go into that. I want to let you know that this is a normal conversation. The bottom line up front, I want to tell you a couple things is, hey, every single September for the last 10 years in Colorado, there has been less volume than there has been in the midst of summer in June and July, let alone April and May. See, that's the way the cycle works in real estate in Colorado in a four-season geography and economy. I'll tell you the bottom line up front as I'm going to go into details is that if you look at the graph and the cycle of real estate and the rhythm of real estate sales in Colorado, it's always busier in the summer, and I'm going to explain to you exactly why, and it's always less busy in the winter, and it's a moderate transition between in the spring and fall. Now, the opposite is the case in many other parts of the country. 
if you were to live in Cape Coral, Florida, summer is not your hottest real estate sale season. The winter is. Because when the snowbirds are coming down from primarily the East Coast, but also the Midwest, to enjoy the winter, that's when they're buying and selling real estate. And when it is hotter than Hades in the summer, there's very little activity. Now, I can talk about other parts of the country, but most specifically, as that being the example, I'm going to talk about Colorado and why there's more real estate activity in the summer, why there's less in the winter, and most importantly, how you can apply this to benefit and be prepared for your life. Not someone in Washington, D.C. or in Fort Myers, Florida, but right here in the Pikes Peak region. So please don't go anywhere. We're going to have an exciting show talking just you and I about understanding the rhythm and cycle of home sales. And during the break, after you listen to these wonderful messages, I want you to take the time to go to churchillcolorado.com, sign up for my next class on the 16th of October for your home, your mortgage, and your retirement. Anybody in their 50s or older who wants to plan on what to do with their homes or just enter your information on the right-hand side and say, Jay, I'd love to go to the Change for Heroes, our client appreciation event, this next Friday on October 12th. Back right after these messages. I'm searching for something, hanging out of my The Jay Garvin Show, Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Mondays and Tuesdays at 7 p.m., here on KRDO News Radio, 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back with your Home Mortgage Jedi, Jay Garvin's. This segment is brought to you by Arrow Moving and Storage and Patrick Giprich, your relocation consultant. Well, thanks for staying tuned. I am Jay. You're listening to the Jay Garvin Show right here on Cario. I've got a great subject for you. It is the rhythm and cycle of home sales in the Pikes Peak region. I've got the numbers and the articles for August and September. I've also got housekeeping. Housekeeping. The knock just came. I give reference to it, and the knock comes, so I'm going to jump right into housekeeping. Housekeeping. Where I've got some articles, some that are directly related to today's show, others that are not. I'm going to start with the uh, least affiliated but most important news, and that is the fact that we are getting a shift. Here's the Wall Street Journal. A mortgage rate soared to a seven-year high this last week. Jay Powell, the chairman of the Federal Reserve, Increased prime interest rate another quarter of 1%. It's up to 5.25%. But mortgage rates are higher right now, both at the mortgage-backed securities, the 10-year treasury yield, and the actual interest rates for a 30-year mortgage. They are higher than they've been since middle of 2011. The Fed fund interest rate is at about 3.16%. Like I stated, it's not been there for the last seven years since 2011. That has equated to the most aggressive 30-year fixed mortgage rate right now is like 4.72 and a 
military, FHA, government, loan, whichever one you choose, a VA or an FHA is at about 4.5%. Realistically, unless you have a 780 FICO, 20% equity, 20% down, and low debt ratios, you're going to be at about 5% for a 30-year fixed loan on a conventional and about 475 on a military, VA, government, or FHA loan. These are still historically low rates, but because we've been so spoiled with 3% interest rates, these seem high to you. I explain to people, my friends, congratulations. This is what a recovering economy looks like. We will have a recession here on the stock market, primarily in earnings over the next 12 to 18 months. We may see some flattening of rates, but not any dramatic decreases. So these are rates permanently going forward. Another article I have, this is an amazing one that I'm quite surprised. I did a show on the insurance shuffle last week. Thank you guys for responding, but I've had concerns with insurance premiums and more importantly, the roofers and all we talked, the storm chasers and stuff. In the Gazette a couple of days ago, it, it gave notice that a monument roofer was actually sentenced to prison for bilking homeowners out of over $300,000 of damages and monies that were unethically taken and jobs weren't completed. This individual got four years in a penitentiary. So just surprising news. You see so many people out there doing unethical things. It's really great. This suit actually came from regional building, and this individual will have uh, four years in prison to think about how much advantage he took from homeowners and uh, willful clients, and that is an interesting piece of news right there. But more importantly and more in line is the last two articles I want to reference in housekeeping. This last Tuesday of this week, most current information, local home builders take a dip, and basically what that is is uh, Rich Layden from the Gazette said permit, like home building permit activity declines in September for the second straight month. This talks about 2017 was a very, very healthy month. Pikes Peak Regional Building has already issued 289 permits for September of 2018, and that was a 4% decline from the same month last year. But also it's important to say through three-quarters of this year, we're still up 15% increase of building permits from last year. And I want you to realize when you're looking at the economy and the local flow of home sales and purchase, look at the big picture. Don't look under a microscope because we're still going to have a banner year for home construction. The new home construction has helped add to the tight inventory of available homes, and that's good news, and I'm glad that our inventory is increasing because the number of homes that have been available has dramatically affected the hot market, the increasing prices, and the frustration that buyers have had. Now, the last article that I have in housekeeping is most related to today's shows, and that's more homes for sale in September as the market stabilizes. This is very, very important because it talks about the median home price in September still increased 11% over last year to where in September the median home price in Colorado Springs is $305,000. But at the same time, inventory 
The number of homes available on the market is increasing rather than for the last 18 to 24 months they've been decreasing. And then also the number of days that a house is on the market has increased from 26 days before the median or average home sale happens. Right now it's 27 days. Last year at this time it was 26 days. So it's almost identical. We just have a different shift. And this really was the catalyst for me to have the thought to say, we need to have a radio show. I need to talk with you about the rhythm and the cycle of home sales. Because as we go into the fall, home sales always go down. The only thing that has changed is our inventory has actually stayed the same and gotten larger. And we don't know if that is something systemic and reflective of the economy or more appropriately, builders and developers just starting to allow inventory to catch up with demand. So I'm going to go into all of those things. The last two things in housekeeping is please, I've told you, sign up for my upcoming class on the 16th of October, the third Tuesday. That's going to be in about 10 days, the 16th at 6.30 p.m. at my office. The class is your home your mortgage, and your retirement. I'm going to talk about your home, how you can downsize and use your existing McMansion bigger house right now as an income source while you downsize, what you can do with the money that you get from selling that house, and is it tax-exempt or is it taxable income. I also talk about how you can consolidate and go into retirement with no unsecured debt at all. And then at the last of the class, I actually talk about how in the world you can live in a home with no mortgage payment, even though you don't own the house outright. Those are the things that I'm going to talk about at that class. Also, I want you please, please to remember to call me at 330-1457 and attend our client appreciation event this coming Friday night on the 12th of October at 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. right at the Pioneers Museum downtown Colorado Springs. Now going back to the subject of the show, this is so important to talk about the rhythm and the cycle of home sales. I told you the premise of the muse for this show is the fact that everybody's crying wolf or chicken little, whoever, whatever character you want to take about how the home and the purchase and selling experience is dramatically changing. Uh, is the bubble bursting? Is the economy changing? The general answer is no. The economy is just as strong as it was last year. I will tell you there is absolutely an effect that interest rates have went from 3.75% to 4.75%. That has curtailed some individuals buying potential. I come from a very conservative standpoint and a very conservative approach from Churchill Mortgage. We teach people debt-free home ownership. So yes, if people are buying on the top of their approval price range, they can no longer buy the same house as they could last year for two reasons. One, the interest payment and the interest rate and the monthly payment is higher than last year at the exact same house. Plus, that house also has appreciated, and these two trends have been so aggressive over the last 18 months that many of you, just like a wrestler or a UFC fighter, have tapped out. And I want you to pay attention. You talk to your adult children. You talk to your friends. You talk to your neighbors. This is an amazing time, not only 
in the cycle of the prices of homes because they're going to be settling and rising at a less brisk pace. The increase of the interest rate is actually going to allow there to be more variety, more selection in the homes that you look at. But also, my friends, this cycle has been going on forever in Colorado, just like it has in Wisconsin, just like it has in Portland, Oregon, where sales are more hot, hotter, happen faster in the summer, more activity in the summer, and less activity in the winter. And the primary reasons that happen, especially here in Colorado Springs, is twofold. Number one, in the summer, you have warm weather, appealing weather. You have children that are transitioning from school to summer, and that's when families choose to move. And we have a young demographic in Colorado Springs. A larger reason why summers are more active in real estate is actually because we have five separate military installations and military more predominantly moves people in the summer and that affects all of us that cycle happens every single year it will continue to happen as home prices influx and retract you're still going to have that cycle and when demand increases or decreases across the board because of economies that cycle of more sales in the summer and less in the winter are still going to take place. It's just the opposite in Florida where there aren't as many young kids. They're more retirees. People shop in the winter when the snowbirds come down and they hibernate in the summer just like many of us hibernate in the winter when the snow and the cold hit. So stick around for more meat. I'll be back right after these messages. So don't go anywhere to continue on with the radio subject of the rhythm and the cycle of home sales right here on the Jay Garvin Show. The Jay Garvin Show, Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Mondays and Tuesdays at 7 p.m., here on KRDO News Radio, 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back now. Here's Jay Garvin's. Hey, what's the beat? Well, thanks for sticking with me. I am Jay. Thanks for tuning into the show. I have entered into the meat. We passed the bottom of the show. Now we're into the real detailed information about this show titled The Rhythm and the Cycle of Home Sales. I want you to focus. This is very simple information. I want to make sure it's not too much for you. I want you to understand the cycle and some of the bottom line to this whole purpose of having this show. The bottom line up front is that we do have a cycle in buying real estate that goes on a seasonal annual basis. And if you understand this, you can use this to your benefit and be a contrarian rather than a conformist. I, by nature, am a contrarian. Examples of that is you'll never, ever, 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 ever see me in Walmart on a Saturday morning at 10 a.m. That's just stupid in my eyes. Everybody's there. The crowds are there. It's obnoxious. You can't get a parking space. It takes you 15 minutes to drive in front because there's so many people parking and walking in and out of the store. It is the busiest time. The only thing for me that's more foolish is to go in the store on Christmas Eve or anywhere within a week of Christmas. 
It's just not intelligent. Just like my wife and I don't primarily take vacations up into the mountains camping on Memorial Day or Labor Day. Because that's when they've let all the other sheep out of their cage. All the other sheeple. It's the same thing where I try not to drive home from work between 4.30 and 5.30 p.m. in Colorado Springs because the roads are jammed. I'd rather go home at 4 o'clock or 6 o'clock after the roads are empty. I'd rather go to Walmart on a Tuesday evening at 6 p.m. when the aisles are clear. I'd rather go for a camping trip or an RV trip in the beginning of August on a Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday rather than on 4th of July, Labor Day, or Memorial Day weekend. And quite honestly, out of all seven houses that my wife and I currently have, this is the most important thing, I'm going to say the entire radio show is that out of the seven homes that I own right now that I have purchased since 2012, since I've shared with all of you my passion to purchase homes during the Great Recession, I have never bought a house before September or after April. And let me restate that. I've never purchased a home before September or went fully under contract after April. I've went under contract in April and then closed in the end of May one time in the beginning of June. But I have it all sealed up as a contract before the birds are chirping and the buds are popping and the leaves are starting to bloom in the spring. Why? Because the hottest months, meaning the most demand, which means the highest buying season now in Colorado, starts in March and April. It used to be June and July, but for the last four years, the most active purchase time has been March and April. There then is a slight downtick. It's happened three years in a row now where May softens out a little bit. June gets hot again. July gets hot again. And then August actually goes soft, and this is a surprise to people. It's not a surprise to me because females, you listening here, primarily are the buying agents of your family, and by the time you're focusing on your kids going back to school in August, which is happening earlier and earlier and earlier in Colorado, that's when the primary budget and financial decision maker, the mom, the female, says, I'm not going to buy a house the week that my kids are going back to school. I'm not going to look for a house when I'm trying to look for supplies for my kids' school. I'm trying to get in the last vacation here in the summer or the only vacation right before school starts. I'm not going to mess with it. And then we have a little bit of an uptick in activity most years in September. And then October goes soft. November gets a little bit more activity. December does a little bit because of military and people moving over the holidays. But January and February go dead. So just like Warren Buffett has stated so many times in the past, Making good financial decisions in life is as simple as buying low and selling high. Or if you want, you can sell high and buy low. But in order to do that, you're not going to buy low during the holiday season for a present. You've got to buy that present well in advance on a sale or a promotion because if you're running out of time and you have limited planning, you have to just accept what's left on the rack at the price and the selection that you're left with. And in summer, gas is high. If you want to travel, deal with it. It's a cycle. Look at it. If you want to buy in July and August, 
you're going to pay more money for a house than if you buy it in January or February. Some people have no choice in that, but more of it is a life decision. I have counseled so many people that move here in July and say, do I need to buy right away? I'm like, no, you don't need to buy ever. You can come in and rent for six months, wait until the off-season, and then buy affordably and get much more house for much less money. But they're like, well, I don't really want to move my house and, I mean, my household goods into storage, and that's going to be a hassle. Hey, partner, you can do whatever you want. You have that choice, but you can't complain when the inventory, the price, or the product that you get is less, because if you shove five pounds of sand into a one-pound bag, things are going to be really tight. And I always think it's foolish to try to move and organize so many different things in your life all at once. Just do it in pieces and take your time and you make better financial decisions. So I'm looking at the details right now. You know that I'm the mortgage Jedi. So I look at this stuff. I talk to Matt about this. Years and years I've been studying this stuff. So hopefully it is helpful to you. But what I want to share with you right now is that if I look at the September numbers where the um, – Median home price this last month hit $305,000. In August, it was 315000 But if you look back to August or September of 2017, the prices in those same month of August and September of last year were up 11 and 12% respectively. So if you just look, and I'm looking at the statistics right now, if we do nothing more than look at the median price last October and September of last year, the median home price was less than $280,000 last year, and it's three hundred and five. That's not a slowing down economy. That's not a slowing down market. It is a market that is slowing because it's fall and Putting it into perspective of last year, we're still ahead. Now, one area here that I'll share with you that we are ahead or behind from last year, depending on how you look at it, is the actual number of available active listings. See, that's what people are saying. Oh, my God, the demand is slowing down because there's more houses on the market in 2018 than 17. I don't think that's a bad thing. That is a great thing where last year there was only 1,900 homes in September and October of last year. As I shared with you in the article, there's far more this year. And I believe that is because two reasons. One, the builders and the developers are helping inventory catch up with the demand with more houses that are actually being built this year. And the second thing is because a lot of individuals are finding out that there may be a slowing down of the market. As a seller, people that have been holding off, they're like, ah, let me throw my house on the market now, and I'm going to get as much as I can before we go into this hypothetical recession. So you've got what I call fence jumpers, people that are jumping off the fence at the same time that buyers are getting frustrated because mortgage rates are going up, house prices are going up, they look that they're buying less home than they want and getting frustrated and absolutely just tapping out, checking out of the market. The same time that that's happened with this rhythm and cycle, sellers are saying, wow, I thought this was easy pickings. 
I could wait another year and make another hundred grand. They're like, man, maybe I better sell my house right now and get as much money as I can. So they're adding to the inventory that's already there. Now, I will tell you there's two things with the rhythm and the cycle of home sales that I give snapshots or examples from other communities that are concerning. Because all of you know that Colorado Springs has been voted the best place to live in the standard of living, all of those things, house prices in this U.S. News and World Report study that came out a couple times. Well, the, the city that was on the top of that list before us, if you remember, was Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas has had the same explosion in values that Denver did, the same that San Francisco continues to have, Seattle has, Boston has. These are some of the hottest cities. I'm just going to talk briefly about Austin and Denver. With Austin, if you look, Google it yourself, Austin, the prices of their homes this year are not growing slower. They've actually went down. Let me state that again. House prices this year in Austin are off between 5 and 20% less than they were last year. The economy is still hot, but because there is no geographic limitation at all to Austin, the hub, the city, the circle can just keep getting bigger and bigger. There's no limits to the outer counties. They just keep adding rings around, and the inventory of their real estate has caught up and finally exceeded their demand. That's a very, very primal concept of supply and demand. The reason our houses are getting more in value is because there's more demand than inventory that people want. That's happening for several reasons. I'm not going to make a radio show on that, but we have more millennials coming into the market than baby boomers that are retiring or the silent generation that are passing away. And we in Colorado Springs have a geographical barrier of Pikes Peak to the west, the National Forest, the Air Force to the north, and Fort Carson to the south. We can grow as far as we want out to the east, and that's why I'm going to tell you you always are going to have a more affordable home out on the forgotten plains of Mark Shuffle than you will in Garden of the Gods of the Broadmoor. But the second reference I'll give you is in Denver. Denver is actually in a little bit of trouble. Home sales in Metro Denver fell precipitously in September. This is directly from an article in the Washington Post, forcing sellers to cut their asking price and pushing up their inventory of properties. Denver has got a big issue of supply catching up with demand. Because you can continually add rings around Denver, 360 degrees, they have no national forest, air force, or army bases that constrict them, their inventory of condos and homes is actually catching up with demand. Anything above a million dollars in Denver is in flat-out trouble. I've told you, recommended you, the radio listener, for the last three years now, 2015, 16, and 17, I told you, please don't buy in Denver unless you have to. By 2019, I am going to invite you, if you want my advice in Denver, to start buying again. Pretty soon, not for primary residents, but for investment property purposes, I'm going to tell you, hey, Colorado Springs may not be the most ideal to invest for investment properties. Security Fountain and Pueblo and Canyon City and Florescent may be better areas. But Denver is in trouble. Colorado Springs is not. I'm going to wrap up this show right after the break. Please don't go anywhere. And during that time, 
of the break. Go to churchillcolorado.com. Please tell your adult children, your neighbors, your relatives, your coworkers, and friends to go to churchillcolorado.com. Put their information on the right-hand side of the page and allow me to educate them on their next purchase or get the process started for their next refinance loan. Stay tuned for the Jay Garvin Show right after this message. Somebody once told me the world is going to roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. The Jay Garvin Show, Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Mondays and Tuesdays at 7 p.m., here on KRDO News Radio, 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back with your home mortgage best friend, Jay Garvin. We want to pop you up. Hey now, you're an Thanks for sticking with me. I am Jay. We're at the last segment of the Jay Garvin Show where today I'm talking about the rhythm and the cycle of home sales. I would love to earn the privilege of serving you in your next purchase or refinance loan. I just ask that you call me directly at 719-330-1457 or you can go to churchillcolorado.com. I also am the manager at uh, Garvin's Group of Churchill Mortgage. I'm the founder of Garvin's Group. Uh, We were Garvin's Mortgage Group before we partnered with Churchill Mortgage. And right now is a great time to sit down and look at your plan next year for a refinance and consolidating the rest of your unsecured debt, decreasing the term or the length of your loan, or actually buying a home if you're upsizing with a growing family or downsizing. But also, you can help an adult child or a neighbor or a friend or a relative Get into home ownership just like you. Statistically, 85% of us listening to this show right now, you and me both are homeowners. So it's our charge to go find someone else and help them. So I'm just going to summarize a couple of things and then do the big takeaway. I was looking at some of the numbers. I just want to let you know, if you look at the bar chart for the number of sales per month over the last 15 years, I'm looking at a graph. That starts in May of 03, goes all the way through November of 2018. We're finishing out this year. Statistics are in here through September. The highest month of every single year in the number of homes sold, if I go back in 04, that was in May. In 05, it was in June. In 06, it was in May. In 07, it was in June. And it keeps going all the way where May, June, or July are the highest number of homes sold and the most amount of inventory every single year. There isn't an exception, not even in the Great Recession. When the overall number of sales was higher in 2005 than it was in 2009, your highest month for actual sales, be it higher or lower, was still in the summer. The lowest months, the bottom of the bell curves every single year is in November, December, January, or February, period. Now, I'll actually tell you that lately, after coming out of the Great Recession, median home values are going up. But the number of sales per month are higher in the summer and lower in the winter. Why? I don't know. But the highs are getting higher and the lows are getting lower. 
spring is starting to be a more active month. I honestly believe that because I think we have early adapters and millennials that are preparing and they're launching early and affecting the market much more dramatically because there's more of them. But that's just my opinion. But the cycle of high sales in the summer, low sales in the winter, and inventory to match has been a constant cycle. I told you in this article that the median home prices are still going up. Through this month, there was 1,273 sales in September 2018 as of last week. I will tell you that's nearly a 16% drop from last year, but also fluctuating months in March and April and September and October have fluctuated from year to year. June used to be the highest sale. Now it's almost proportionately April and sometimes in years past even March. Traditionally, January or February are the lowest months, but if we have a very hard snowstorm and an aggressive start of winter in October where we get snow, October could be less and January could be more. The thing that I want to end on with the rhythm and the cycle of home sales before I end this show is not on the annual cycle, but actually on the economic cycle. And I do an investment property class November 20th this year, is going to be the class. Um, is it the 20th or the 22nd? I can't remember. I'll let you know, but you want to sign up for that class. But I'm telling you with that information, I go over the economic structure of not when in the calendar year to buy, but when in the economic cycle. And I show an actual pie chart and a cycle of activity in the economy. And I'm telling you right now, when... The supply exceeds demand, which we were in 2012. There was far more houses than people wanted. That's the time to buy, and that's why I encouraged and motivated all of you, the most that I could, to buy when inventory is high and demand is low. Because when inventory and demand start to get equal, you're going to have more competition. Then you move forward to where we are in the economic cycle in that circle of when demand exceeds supply, your prices are going to go up. I equate this to buying an auto. If you have 10 cars on a lot and only five people walk on to buy it, everybody's going to get a car and they're all going to get deals. And the dealer's going to be left with five cars still sitting there. If you have 10 cars on your lot and 20 people walk on, the dealer's going to sell all of his cars. Only 10 people are going to get them. 10 people are going to go home sad, and the people that do buy are going to have to purchase at a premium. That cycle remains true in home sales in the economy as well. Also, when do you buy as far as supply and demand? You want to, in a perfect world, buy when there's about a 60-day two-month to three-month inventory of homes, and it is decreasing. Not 26 or 27 days of inventory. This is far too hot. So I'm excited that things are slowing down and getting a little more palatable. And I also go over the price range that you should buy at. You never should buy more than four times your annual income or more than four times the net take-home pay that you have. 
I'll continue to get into that in later radio shows. I just want to tell you, the rhythm and the cycle of home sales happens every single year, just like winter, spring, summer, and fall. So don't get too excited. Don't get too scared. Just remember, it's a cycle. You want to use it to your advantage and be proactive rather than reactive. That's the biggest takeaway today. And as I state at the end of every single show, I want you to go grow and prosper. Tell somebody close to you that you love them because that's what matters in the end, not the home cycle or the mortgage. And if you've not found your passion, your calling, your purpose in life, pray to God that he would deliver it to you because that's what I found in you, the radio listener. Someone that I love, appreciate, would connect with every single week, every single month and year. So reach out to me at 330-1457 or go to churchillcolorado.com and sign up for some of my client appreciation events. We have Change for Heroes coming up this next Friday on the 12th of October at the Pioneer Museum, Friday night from 5.30 to 7.30. Then I have my upcoming class on the 16th of October, Tuesday night at 6.30 p.m. for your home, your mortgage, and your retirement for all of you that are pondering retirement in your life. Have a great week, and I will connect with you next week right here on The Jay Garvin Show. Hey y'all, I want everybody to throw your hands in the air if you love cold cash money one time in the road and up to me and say money, 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 money. The preceding was a paid program on KRDO News Radio. KRDO News Radio does not confirm nor deny the validity or accuracy of the information contained in this program. And the views expressed do not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff and management of KRDO News Radio. To learn to make money, just listen to me. Taking advice from a day and viciously buy two turntables and the microphone and you